This is CliffCentral.com. It's time for Anthea. Let's see what Anthea's got for us this morning. Hi, Anthea. How are you? Good morning. I'm a little bit rushed this morning. It's hard to get up. It's getting so cold. Mm. <laughs> you, well, you're giving me that look. Well, <laughs> listen, the, the people are telling me that it's not as cold as they thought it would be, and winter's almost over, and it's starting to get better, and I don't know if that's true, but let's, oh. let's hear what you've got for us in the markets this morning. Right, where shall we talk? start? Well, it's up to you. What do you want to start How with? How about we start with some good news? Go for it. Thank like goodness. the South African Reserve Bank has cut interest rates. Yay! Absolutely. Hooray for Only that. Only by 25 basis points, or a quarter of a percent, as you guys say. But you predicted this. I did. Yeah. Um, but at least they decided unanimously that we needed a cut. So everything's sounding a little bit dovish. You know, maybe those hawks have left, eh, Francois Daniel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, actually, that's not true because I do think Lesetia is a bit of a hawk. And he was giving us such a hard time about saying that it's not up to the Reserve Bank to stimulate the economy. The government needs to do it. They need to start, sort out their structural issues and um, to put in proper policy in place. So... It's interesting that he's so reticent to be cutting interest rates when we as consumers so desperately need it. Mm-hmm. Um, they did cut growth forecasts for this year again to 0.6%. Very disappointing. Um, and they've left next year's growth rate unchanged at 1.8%. So they think that they're… In a year it's going to double. Triple from 06 to 1.8. And like how crazy is that? Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see if they cut… Next year's growth forecast or whatever they do, the next meeting. Um, so what do they think is going to happen? <laughs> Jesus is going to come and uh, take control of the economy? And, the, and a quarter of a percent rate cut is not going to make that much of Who a difference. Who predicted this? Hmm? Who predicted these growth rates? The, like, the Reserve Bank. They, and they, they, they decided, okay, well, this year it's not really going as well as we thought. So we'll, we'll bring that down a little. And next year it'll be fantastic. Exactly. <laughs> What, have they got a crystal ball? I hope so, because it would be nice to see our growth uh, change phenomenally, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. So, so, yeah, because a quarter of a rate cut is hardly enough to stimulate the economy, you know, to get us to kind of tripling the growth rate. Um, And then I'm also worried about this potential fight, war, I don't want to use war, battle, that's starting in um, the Persian Gulf, in the Strait of Hormuz, um, because another British tanker was captured mm. by Iran last week. And you know what that's done to oil price. So I know you all got a pet, we all got a petrol price decrease last week, but I'm afraid if this carries on, petrol's going to go up again next month. It's, it's not looking good. It's very disappointing, actually. And of oh. course, I mean, what, what can we do about it? That's completely mm-hmm. out of our hands. Those are called exogenous factors. Exogenous. Yeah, coming from outside. We've got no control over them. It's not like the interest rates. And Sia's Googling again. I'll be using that three more times <laughs> not, today. Sia, it's not erogenous. Exogenous. Uh, <laughs> I, I like, yeah. laugh yeah, too loudly. That's fine. That's a little too exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then in company news, Ford is committing to employing 1,200 people as they ramp up their plant in South Africa. That's great. It's very exciting. There's a lot of people investing in us at the moment, so we'll take everything we can get. Um, I think, I I really think, you know, we were talking about Ramaphoria and how it's waned, Mm. but I think Cyril has got this whole 
um, getting foreign investment. I, I think he's focusing on it, on it and kind of getting it right. At least I hope he is. But this is hopefully testament to it. They're employing 104 skilled artisans and technicians in the plant, and then the rest will be kind of factory working. So it should help a little bit. I mean, 1,200 in an economy where no, unemployment... We'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. Thank okay. you very much. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. Now, I, I've seen uh, so many people are, are taking their businesses overseas. So many people are moving. It's really not looking good. The, the housing market is a great way to figure out what's going on because you can buy everywhere, but you can sell nothing right now. Absolutely. No one so, is buying property. Absolutely. The, and I don't think it's over. So I was talking to a friend of mine who's an estate agent. And we were, she was At kind this of, stage, Julius can have the land. And, <laughs> it's no value to it, yeah. Um, and she was saying how the property market literally has collapsed. Like mm-hmm. there is just nothing going on. And she was saying, do I think it'll change? And I don't actually. I don't think it'll change for the next six months at least. At least. I mean, I, I can't see anything that's going – I don't see any catalyst that's going to change it. Right. Basically. Um but if you do have a bit of money, there are some bargains out there, I tell you. Oh, yes? Yeah. Oh, yes. For Property-wise. Sure. Oh, yes. If yes, you've got a bit of money. you end up with double the problem. <laughs> because well, it's <laughs> bought and you don't know whether it's going to improve in value. But property is not a short-term game, right? No, property is long-term and it's, right. an, um, it's an illiquid asset. And so when you buy, you know that it's going to be 10 years before you sell at least. Mm. Um, and if now's as good a time as any if you've got some cash. The problem, of course, is that nobody's got cash. Yes, that yeah. could be a problem. Has uh, Marcus Eurster given any of his over that, that Steinhoff have demanded? Who? The ghost. I mean, that man's just disappeared, the hasn't ghost. he? Yeah, nobody He's seems gone. to know where he is. Yeah, I, I haven't heard from him for ages, except that court case where Steinhoff are trying to get back some of their money. But other than that... Yeah, and he's just dead quiet. He was supposed to take Stein, like to um, stand up against this court or this judgment from Steinhoff, but I haven't heard a word. Nothing, not a peep, huh? Huh. All right. Anyway, talk about companies that are in a bit of trouble. EOH was down 12% on Wednesday. Here's another company that's just plagued with problems. eh? You rang the alarm bell on these guys two years ago already. Well, it was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. And you said, watch out, there's something here. Because there, there was skullduggery and there were all kinds of claims that they'd been involved in dodgy deals and, and the we, directors weren't kosher and lots of other stuff. It, it was exactly that. It was, so there was no real reason other, there was no like, uh, fundamental reason other than their directors were looking a bit dodgy. Um, so now they've put out a report saying that they've got 1.2 Billion rands in suspicious transactions. Sure. Obviously, I know. Oh, it's just a little bit. <laughs> so, so obviously the auditors have had a look and produced a forensic report, and that's what they've come up with. Hmm. So, yeah, market absolutely shocked, horrified. Share was down 12%. We have got to lock up some white-collar criminals. I agree. You know, we, we keep looking at, um, at petty criminals. We, there was some dude who was just... You know, sentenced to jail for 12 years for stealing cables in Pumalanga. And they catch people who are at the lower end. But it seems that people at the upper end, whether they're extremely wealthy or connected to government, nothing happens to them. In other words, the more, the more audacious your crime, the less chance you have of actually being held responsible for it. Try not to give people ideas. 
Well, it seems that that's the case. I mean, look at Marcus Euster and EOH on the, on, the, on the corporate side, and then you've got government oh, and state capture, which is just on an unbelievable scale. Yeah. Not one person has gone to jail. Shocking. Not one. It has to at some stage, though. Yeah. And, and the, the thing with Marcus Joester, I have no doubt the Germans are going to put him in jail. No doubt. I mean, they're German. Well, start. the Germans will. But in this country, zero accountability. Yeah. And that's a big problem. Anyway, what else? Um, and then some very interesting news. Pioneer Food Group, which we've yes. spoken about numerous occasions. On Thursday, the share was up 6%. And then on Friday, the share was up another 30%. And you know Zeda, the company we also previously spoke about, often spoke about, owns Pioneer Foods. And they were up 23% on Friday because PepsiCo have made an offer hmm. to buy Pioneer Foods. So PepsiCo coming into the country big and strong. I mean, talk about a great investment. The, the, the number that's being touted at the moment is 24.4 billion rand. Sure. So that's very nice. So, very good. Uh, uh, yeah. So it, it's a shame to lose a company like Pioneer Foods off the JSE, mm-hmm. but it's great that a big multinational like PepsiCo is interested in investing in South Africa. Um, well, that's great. I mean, didn't Pepsi, they were here and then. That's right. It didn't yes. really work, and then they were out, and now they're back in. Well, well, during the apartheid era, they pulled out. That's right. Then they came back, and then they, because it didn't work, they left, and now they're looking for fertile soil again. Because yeah, we had Pepsi for a while, and then suddenly it wasn't there anymore. Mm. <laughs> Did you miss it? No, not really. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't miss a damn thing about that. <laughs> All right. And then the last thing I want to talk about is Netflix. Yes. Because they put out their second quarter results on Wednesday afternoon, after market closed, so you know they, the the market couldn't trade, but you know they have after hours trading in the U.S. And in after hours trading on Wednesday, the share was down twelve percent. Mm. And basically, the issue is that for the first time since two thousand and eight, Netflix has lost net subscribers in the U.S. So subscriber base has fallen globally, still increasing, but really it's way off target and. So their earnings were still okay. Their earnings came in fairly decent number. Um, so why would people be unsubscribing? And, because and you can share your password with anyone. And so you you don't have to have an account. And can you? how many people can you share it with? I don't know. Because this is DSTV or multi-choices problem, right? Mm. We were talking about that a couple of weeks mm. ago where you up to DSTV three or four three. devices, three is devices three? Yeah. or whatever it is. Oh, I, I believe it's three. Okay, well, anyway, I mean, for people who still have DSTV, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, so that is interesting. I never thought about that oh. for Netflix. Right. Um, but they just, they haven't made it. And they, you know, they had very strong four week sign up period when they re- released all those big results, you know, uh, sorry, the big programs, When They See Us, uh, Murder Mystery, The Perfect Date, Always My Babe, My Maybe or something. And still the numbers have fallen. So I think there's a, an issue with, Definitely with competition and maybe this password sharing mm, issue. Could be. Mm. Yeah, it's also um, summer is not great in the U.S. for new shows. But but they do compare um, the same quarter with last oh, year. Okay. So they're not All comparing right. necessarily okay. this quarter with a winter quarter. Fair enough. Mm. Um, well, someone says you can share your Netflix password with five people. Okay. Yeah, so that's a useful bit of info. That's from Cassandra this morning.
useful to know. All right, Anthea. Yeah, they'll have to curb this mm. quite quickly because oh. it is a, hin- a bit of a hinder for their business. And also Netflix put their prices up in the last quarter quite mm. significantly in the U.S. That was the other thing. So. Well, also, I think people are subscribed to so many things that they look, they look at it now and they go, well, do I really need all of these? Which one do I like the most? And mm. Can I get some of this stuff online? Mm. So I suppose Absolutely. maybe they're choosing. And, and there's, there's a variety now. There's, there's a menu that you could get into. All right. Thank you very much, Anthea. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Very good. Anthea and the money shot. This is CliffCentral.com.